rid of all these women if you want it Anything you need, hey, let me know Let me know Wanna see that pretty smile We spin around so I can admire We all know who I am. I am the man of the hour, the man with the power that's always too sweet to be sour. I am your savage god. I am the one, the way your son don't need a gun to get respect upon the street. Under the sun, the best, the sun will pop the clock to feed himself and family. <laughs> Along with the masked vigilante himself, the man who I know I can trust. If anything were to happen to me, if something happens to my kids, he's coming for them, and it's going to be just a bloody affair. (laughs) The awesome Sam. And as always, a shout out to our producer that's standing right there, Savage Chris. Usually I would say get off the damn phone, but she's handling business. Money, money, money. (laughs) And... This episode is just, you know, it's a themed episode. So if you don't like it, eat a dick because it's our most savage holiday moments. And I'm not talking about when you fucking going out there for Black Friday shopping or you knock some old lady over or your kid asks you to get some toy that's sold out that you try to look everywhere for. They only got one toy left and the whole city is going crazy for this toy. Those who know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. Jingle all the way. Can we get a, give it up for Jingle all the way, please? Now, that's not the most favorite holiday movie of mine, but it's damn sure in my top 10, okay? I got Rudolph, uh, Frosty the Snowman, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, A Christmas Story. Like, it is this Christmas. It goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, So, and this is why this, well, this uh, episode is dedicated to one special person, um, and, you know, how do I start with this? I forever will be my twin flame, uh, Stephanie. She, Stephanie C, that's what I'm calling you. I don't need a real name. <laughs> um, 
she passed uh, recently, and uh, man, it it rocked my world. It, uh, man, <laughs> when I tell you guys, that is the the woman that made Savage God, Savage God. That is the. It's a lot of people I take credit for, uh, pretty much breaking me into this wild and crazy world. But it's nobody up higher than Stephanie was on my list of people. She was, like I said, she was my twin flame. That was the savage soulmate that if we only could get it right. And like I tell you guys, you can have a soulmate out here and you guys aren't meant to be together. It's just life. Uh, and, and that one, I think she was mine. So I don't think I know if she was going to sorely sorely miss her man she called me not too long ago and told me how proud of uh of me she was and how she see that i am doing things big things and i better not ever forget about her and i just said <laughs> i just chuckled just like that and asked her how 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 can I forget about somebody that made me? Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. I don't give a damn about others' opinions. I just care about mine. And my opinion of me is that, man, I am the best asshole walking God's green earth. I love myself the way nobody will ever love me or never probably will other than my kids, but that's obligation. <laughs> but, but Stephanie, oh man, number one fan, number one supporter, number just, I never even had an intense sexual moment and until I met her. Like, I'm talking about intense. Uh, and this is why I call her my twin flame. Uh, for those who 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 doesn't uh, know the concept of a twin flame, or just you know, what is a twin flame? It's something like a so. All right, I'm not something like a soul. Hold on, man. Sam, you got the definitions. All right, we're gonna play the definitions of a soulmate and a twin flame for y'all, so y'all get you know know the difference and. You'll see why she was my all, my everything. So, uh, Sam, go ahead and play that. A soulmate is a person with whom one has a feeling of deep or natural affinity. This may involve similarity, love, romance, platonic relationships, comfort, intimacy, sexuality, sexual activity, spirituality, compatibility, and trust. All right, so there you go. Now you heard what a soulmate is. Okay, now let's go ahead and hear what we consider a twin flame is, Sam. A twin flame isn't necessarily a romantic soulmate, or what someone might call the one, but they will always change your life, often from the very first time you cross paths. And there you go. So those are the definitions there. Like uh, they say, your twin flame doesn't always have to be a romantic partner. Uh... It, it's just it, you know it's what it was for me in my situation and uh, yeah 
and that's crazy. We, oh man, I'm still trying to, I don't know. I got to sit there with it, sit here and take it. Um, but, uh, yeah, but she is, this show is dedicated to her and it's pretty much because I was just reminiscing and, uh, thinking about all of the things that me and her went through, been through, or got ourselves into is, it's just one of those things where why not? <laughs> like, why not? I know others out there had this same person that for some reason y'all had that link, that attachment to each other. No matter how long you went without seeing them, no matter how far apart you may have gotten, it was just something that was just something about that person. And it is nothing. And I repeat, absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. At all. So, Stephanie, this is for you, love. And I'm going to go ahead and start off uh, with one of the stories that actually kind of is very similar to one of me and her stories there but uh it just reminded me of us and uh yeah so enjoy these wildest moments with your twin flames i was 21 and had recently broken up with my partner but when we saw each other at a club we couldn't deny the energy between us We left together and started to get a little frisky at the bus stop, which then turned into me riding him on the bus seat. When it started to become way too obvious that we were, well, having sex on a moving bus, we got off the bus and continued in some bushes behind a bus stop to finish the deed. Obviously, that energy was long-lasting because we ended up getting back together and have been in a relationship for five years. I pass that bus stop every day on the way to work and believe me, I can't help but reminisce. And bing, bang, boom. That is the energy that was felt. <laughs> yeah, so things like that. Uh, I Just be lucky no one called the cops on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, just be lucky no one called the cops on you guys because that is some... The bus stop, I get the... the Get the train station. I've had sex in the train station or on the train, uh, not not on the bus or on the bus stop. Oh wait, I think I did. I don't know. I don't know. What is the wildest moments you like? Wildest pl- spaces uh, you got sp- spots, right? <laughs> spots, spots you've got had sex with because I've, I've I can count that in everywhere almost. Uh, um, yeah. Storage rooms, bathrooms, uh, airplane. I haven't had sex on an airplane for this. I'm too tall. I'm too tall for that. Now, if it was like my own private jet, maybe. But no, nah, I, I I can't. I'm just too tall for that. I'd be like, I, that's why I hate going to the fucking bathroom on the airplane. I gotta tilt down, bend my head all awkwardly just to piss. It's fucking crazy. It's madness. Madness, I say. You know what else was madness? <laughs> This next story, because now I don't know about a lot of other uh, guys out there, but I know me. Uh, it's it, I I can bust a nut from uh, fellatio, especially if the person is doing a bang up job. Um, but you know, I heard a lot of men can't. 
I don't know what that's about. Maybe you need to get comfortable or the person just probably isn't doing it right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But here's a funny little chuckle of a story from uh, one of our listeners here. And uh, yeah, you guys enjoy this. So me and my girl were together for a year around this time. Compared to some of the stories we hear from your show. We are super vanilla, and some might even say lame. Oh well at least I know I'm a safe bet. So anyway Savage, here is my story. First time I ever came from a blow job, I tried to not make any noise in an attempt to seem manly. This didn't work, and I ended up blowing a raspberry from my failing attempt to keep my mouth shut while climaxing. My partner then choked on my nut because she was laughing. That is right. You are a safe bet there, guy. And hey, and you got your girl. So you ain't got to worry about the whole nice guys finish last thing. So I give a uh, uh, can we can we please give it up for my man here? But watch it, man. Safe bets can become very, very boring very, very quickly. Like, (laughs) you should see Sam chuckling with the mask on. It's because he's not, Sam isn't a safe bet. I know, I damn near, I'm damn sure not far. I'm damn sure far from a safe bet, but I am the bet to fuck. but yeah, you gotta be careful, dude. Nice guys do like do finish last. And don't be boring. Like, don't keep taking her to the same damn place every damn year for the same damn vacation. Switch it up. Take her to Italy, Rome, Paris, the Dominican Republic, whatever wherever. Europe. Anywhere in Europe. The UK, Germany. Take her to Japan. I don't know. Play a game. Play the play my favorite game. Hiding <laughs> my game. Hide and freak. What is hide and freak, Savage God? Hide and freak is pretty much all right. You now, if you want to try this when you guys are first dating, that's good luck because you have to really know each other to play this game. So you and your lady or your partner, whatever. Uh, who cares? Nobody. That's your shit. Um. But you and your partner pretty much, uh, it's like, it's, it's, it, it, the name is what it sounds. Your partner leaves clues. Now, the clues now the clues have to be, it has to have something to do with you guys' relationships. Like, oh, we went here on this date, or remember this happened here on this day, or whatever the case may be. And those clues have to be left, like a little treasure hunt, uh, has to, or a scavenger hunt. Got to be left uh, to places and... Whichever the last spot is, if you find out the end goal of where they wanted you to meet them at, you guys fuck right then and there in that place. So be sure that that place has like a bathroom or underground garage. Like the car, you still can do it in the car, if you know, <laughs> but, it, but it has to be in that location. So, yeah, and that's the prize. You have to. And that shows you how much you know the person or or you remember things that big moments in your relationship that happened like you know yeah like that's my that's my favorite game right there i only played it with three people only played it with three people so 
that's a thing. <laughs> oh man, folks. So, oh my, oh like you know, you have a Sam. I know this is gonna sound very random, uh, and I'm not asking you by none. Uh, I promise you, because we work together. That's weird. <laughs> but uh, you have a think of circum like if you were never circumcised. I don't know if you are or if you aren't. I don't really. I didn't ask you, but if you ever, if you are, just I, if you are, do you ever think if I would have never gotten circumcised, how like how would it like how would it be like the feeling and because I've heard when men get circumcised, that is sixty percent of feeling that we are cutting off of our penises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hate it too. Sixty percent. I, I mean, I, I think my 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 penis looks pretty circumcised. I don't I don't want it that circumcised. But I'm just like this uncircumcised person is having so much more fun than me. <laughs> so much more fun. They got to clean extra. Uh, they got to give extra scrubs. But like, dude, you having way more fun than me because you feel way more than I do. But you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. I'm happy to be circumcised because it was done by a professional doctor. What do I mean by that? Why did I say this? Why am I even talking about circumcision? Well, this next story is why. I accidentally circumcised a friend's husband during group sex. We had a very close circle of friends and would often get together, and during one rather vigorous, mind-blowing sex romp, we discovered his foreskin had torn. Almost 29 years later, we still laugh about it. Ooh. Oh, man. No, 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 Sam. What? What what could you say to that? These nuts. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck with her. You gonna lose those nuts because what what is in your vagina? Like, is it like some type of scalpel? Or like, what's sharp in your vagina? That or how weak was this foreskin? Because ouch! What the fuck? <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, uh, like, jeez, what? And then y'all still remained remained friends for twenty nine years, huh? Like, Sam, you still with my friends? Yep, me either. Um, <laughs> you ripped my foreskin off. Like, what? I we would have probably still been friends. We just would have never. I would have never stuck anything inside any hole that you had. On your body because I'd be too scared to lose the rest. Uh, you may think I'm bullshitting when I say this. I am serious because what type of vagina, asshole, or mouth for that matter, rips your foreskin off? Uh, like I don't know. Is this is why they is this why they tell you to drink milk because of shit like this uh, when you're a kid? Because that that's what. Oh my goodness, nah. I wouldn't live out. Nah, that's 
Nah. <laughs> but kudos, man. Kudos. You guys are still friends. If you can laugh about it Look now. Uh, man, I don't know my reaction to none of that. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, Sam, yo. Sit up with the next story. <laughs> I can't even. I don't even have a, a segue after that. So don't even look at me. My partner is working overseas and where he is, he isn't allowed any porn. Randomly, I received a parcel the other day. He'd ordered a vibrator to be delivered to the house. Now this was a big thing for him. This is due to us having opposite libidos, and I'm pretty sure he could go a decade without sex. I FaceTimed him to say thanks, and things turned up to a gazillion over the call. We ended up having FaceTime sex for two hours. That night was some of the best orgasms I've had in a long time. Because there was no touch, the communication was turned up as well. Definitely recommend this to all my long-distance relationship homies out there. Oh, that's sweet. There you go. Yeah, I can, uh, I, I mean, I could do a long-distance relationship if it was with the uh, how can I put it? The correct person. Uh, if that makes sense, because it could definitely, definitely be done. I strongly believe that. So, yeah, um, <laughs> gotta love that. Uh, so. I'm glad you guys are making it work. And for anybody who who is in a long distance relationship out there, just know that yeah, man, uh, I, I, I feel you. I, if whatever you're going through, I felt it before. It, it's they always say it doesn't work out, it never works out. Yeah, you know. But sometimes you have your exceptions, and hey, maybe you could be that exception. They don't know. They don't fucking know. Fuck them. Be a dick. <laughs> All right, on that note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go on a quick break here. And after the break, oh, after the break and the tips. So enjoy the tips that's coming up as well. We got more stories and just just more just awesome vibes all the way around. All that and more on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. My savage X-Rated ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another tip the day this holiday season is just just awesome so far i hope you guys have been getting everything you wanted to give as gifts this holiday because i know for me i get asked a lot what i want but i really uh don't care um just give me clothes i guess i don't know socks i don't fucking know i i don't know but those who are having a little trouble finding their partner a gift, I'm going to give you a little bit of tips. If you don't know what to get them or if you want it to be a surprise, communicate with them. And you have to not brawly, hey, what you want for Christmas? Don't do that. Don't do that, idiot. Just talk to them. Listen to them speak. Now, you can even 
you can even implement when you know you listen to your kids <laughs> when they listen when they watch it. Oh, I want that. Sometimes they just saying shit. But if it's a grown adult, if it's your partner, when they show interest in something, or if they feel like, hey, I I want that, then think of it like it's it's the little things, things they never had. Talk like you talk to them about their past. Pick something. This is why I always I am Mr. Christmas, goddammit. <laughs> Mr. Christmas, Mr. Birthday, because pick something. Don't just pick something materialistic. If you want to do that, that's fine. Go ahead and do you. But pick something from the heart and not just something that, oh, you thought was cute or you thought it would be good, like a card that just says the right phrase. Don't, no, stop. Stop. Stop yourself. No. Something from the first date, something from the third date, something from an event that happened, something that happened when you were mad at each other, but you guys turned it to something loving. It's so many things to choose from. So when you're searching for a Christmas gift for your partner this season, please make sure that it's from the heart. You got to do some detective work with this. I'm not saying go snooping through their emails, DMs, or uh, text messages or anything like that. You might get your feelings hurt. But <laughs> but try to just be inventive. Trust me. If you try to be inventive this holiday season, you will just look like the, the biggest hero in your partner's eyes. And her heart or his heart or their heart will go thumping, bumping, and pumping with just holiday cheer. All right? All right. Now, on that note, no further ado, back to the show. Welcome back, my savage ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys enjoyed the tip. Oh, man, I spelled something again. hope you guys enjoyed the tip of the day. Uh, starting to become not harder and harder. Uh, to give you guys a tip of the day, but sometimes I don't think about it until the end. So, yeah. But nine times out of ten, y'all probably I probably filmed it that, that film, but recorded the tip of the day like two seconds ago. Some shit, <laughs> like in the future. Like I don't know. Uh, but later, man. Special shout out to me in the future if it is you, man. Fuck you too. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be fun to listen to. Uh, Nah, but we're here back on the X-Rated Experience podcast talking about our wildest, savages holiday moments. And it's all, like I said earlier, this show is dedicated to a loving, beautiful soul. Steph, you, you are like, man, I know it's still fresh. Like, you only been gone, what, a week or two? And I, man still on my head but uh but like i said this show is dedicated to you and uh whatever successful uh thing awaits me in the future just know that you were a part of that's pretty much so from the bottom of my heart i will always love you and i'm going to give you a round of applause because you were an awesome savage goddess
Now, now that we got that hard and heavy thing off my chest a little bit, uh, yeah, man, let's go ahead and get into the next story. So, Samuel, if you will. I am a single woman who ran into my go-to sex guy. Let's call him Corey at the pub a few weeks ago. I spotted a girl on the dance floor who was cute and got the feeling she felt the same about me. She started dancing with Corey and I, and was joined by her boyfriend soon after. It was pretty clear there was chemistry between all four of us, so I suggested we go back to my house for a drink. Back at my apartment, I went to my room to take off my heels. Corey followed and we made out in the wardrobe. We went back into the living room to find our new friends making out on the balcony. I politely inserted myself into their activity, then led her to my room by the hand, the men followed, and there we all were in my room. Clothes flew off, condoms flew on and we made our way through every single tool in my top drawer. I woke up the next morning to find myself alone in bed. Thank God for that shit. A bitch like me is not up for all of that awkward morning after chit-chat. The only things surrounding me were a pair of black earrings, a Nixon watch, a strip of Hollywood nipple tape, and the best sex memories of my life. So far, anyway. Well, doesn't that sound just fun? <laughs> That's what's up, man. It's very rare. Well, it's not rare. It's actually quite, well, it depends on who you are, but stuff like that is quite common. Uh, I know damn near all of the situationships that I have had, uh, pretty much, you know, threesomes and foursomes and orgies and parties, all of that was, just came with the complete package there. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Uh, so, well, bravo for you. And, Really? You don't, well, I get it. You don't want to talk or probably even see the person in the morning when you wake up, which I honestly sometimes feel like that's dangerous too. But that's just me though. <laughs> because like you sleep, they knock out, they roaming around your place. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I like, that's cool. I was cool with a little conversation, like on the way to what, see, I was never that type of asshole. Like, I was a savage, I was and still am a savage gentleman, okay? And we, I don't give a damn if it's a one-night stand. I'm going to, if you got it's time for you to go, I'm going to walk you to your car. That's just, that's just how I was, that's, I don't know, I'm not even going to say that's how I was raised, because I don't remember anybody even teaching me that. I just, it's just something I did. Or if, you know, you had a fat ass, it was my way of, you know, getting a grab, squeeze, and look at it one last time. Well, you know, not last time, but before we parted ways, I'm a sucker for a big butt and a smile. I can't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not ashamed of it. Not ashamed of it. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you guys something here. How savage does your twin flame have to be to be with them like like what's your tolerance level of savagery like on a scale of one through 15 
<laughs> be different here. On a scale of 1 through 15, 15 being the highest, obviously, idiot. How savage does your twin flame have to be? You can go ahead and answer that in the Spotify section of questions for the show. And I ask that because I'm glad to play this. Last night I went to a baseball game with hubby. We had a few drinks and were being flirty. About the seventh inning the home team was ahead and he looked at me and said, we can stay to watch, but they're going to win, or we can go home and fuck, which one? I said I like how you put that with a smile and grabbed my purse. In the car he slapped my thigh and moved his hand up sort of rubbing my pussy through my jeans, then he unbuttoned then and slid his hand in and rubbed me. He had to take his hand out to drive so reached over and rubbed him a little through his jeans. We don't live that far. When he went to pull into the garage I had to get out cause it's a small garage just barely fitting the car. I went inside while he parked and stripped down the MyUndies. It was totally dark when he walked in. He hung the keys up and started toward the stairs and ran right into me. He didn't see me it was so dark. He wrapped his arm around me and realized I didn't have on a shirt. Then he slid them down to discover I didn't have on pants. Then he just attacked me. He kissed me hard and took off my bra. He bent down and stripped me of my thong and while he was down there started to eat me out. I spread my legs for him and he ran his tongue up and down my slit, rolling over and circling my clit. He slid a finger and I moaned as he started to move it in and out. After a couple of minutes he stood up and spun me around, bending me over the sofa. At some point in all this he stripped also. He knelt behind me and put his fingers into me as he ran his tongue down my ass and pushed it against my asshole. It all felt so good and wild. My legs were shaking but I knew I wouldn't come standing, but it was so close. I stopped him and we headed up the stairs, towards the top he grabbed me from behind and bent me over and started fucking me on the stairs, I was so wet, after a couple of minutes he stopped and we made it to the bed. I laid down on my back and he crawled up from the foot of the bed between my legs and went to town on my pussy. Sucking on my clit, licking between the lips, he pushed three fingers in and went into my ass, fucking me till I came. Then he moved up and pushed himself into me, filling me on the first stroke. I wrapped my legs around him as he thrust hard into me, moaning and grunting from the force and pleasure of it. He pounded me till he came a few minutes later. I was close to another orgasm but it felt amazing anyway. Then we snuggled till we fell asleep. They left the game. Yeah, that they said. You know, and this is how I uh, picture my marriage if I ever get married would be and for those out there who say what you might know I was never married the whole shit was a sham anyway <laughs> anyway uh back to what's on topic um yeah so like cause I always wondered what is the formula to still be as kinky freaky and sexy with your uh partner after the ring goes on or after the commitment is made wait i'm saying commitment ceremonies because some people still do them i know you know uh i know marriage all marriages are legal now but sometimes people don't you still have your non-traditionalists out there that don't want to get married it doesn't matter what you identify as or what your sexuality some people just would rather not go through that and just do a commitment ceremony so which is understandable i would definitely 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 do that uh, a commitment ceremony. I, I mean, I still will get married, uh, but I would like for the anniversary or something. Like we can do like.
like instead of like doing the whole thing over again like some couples do i would do a commitment ceremony as uh but it's got to be like a landmark anniversary just don't be a year i mean the, the year technically is a landmark anniversary because you made it through a year but if you know like our fifth year anniversary let's do a commitment ceremony like every five years let's do something commemorating the ceremony itself and then let's go to vegas and just wild out <laughs> oh man hey sam has anybody ever like you know queefed like queefed in your mouth nope eh well you know me neither me fucking either <laughs> uh i mean I always say, for those who doesn't know what a queef is, Google is your friend. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It depends. Like I said, if it comes out the pussy and I was just, like just fucking you, then I understand. I, you know, it was a little some air in there. But if it starts tasting like broccoli, <laughs> then, then we have a fucking problem. Let's hear what this young man did in this situation. Samuel, if you will. Fooling around with the lady friend, and I decided I wanted to go down on her from behind. She's face down, ass up, and as I start, my beard tickles her thigh. She laughs and queefs loudly right in my face. The sound is funny, which makes her laugh again, which makes her queef again. Now I'm laughing while she's caught in some sort of giggle queef feedback loop. She quickly falls over to make it stop, and we need several minutes to stop laughing about it. Even when we got back to fooling around, we'd still start giggling every once in a while. Well, that is just queef-tastic, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm still, you, you got caught with the second one, because once the first queef would have went in my mouth, I would have like, oh, then... You know, the second queef went like, uh, <laughs> like I said, I wouldn't have been mad unless it started smelling like broccoli or like shit, because you're not about to give me pink eye. <laughs> 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 oh man, Sam, that was late. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 a lot of things that I wouldn't. I don't know. I w I would forgive the queef for the man. Come on, like yeah, and you know, good in those situations where you laughing uncomfortably. That's hilarious. That's what's up, man. It's, it's good to laugh at embarrassing things because I'm glad you was having sex with a savage, you can tell. And because for the simple fact, if that was one of those a little bit insecure girls, they're like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know what to do. Hey, calm down. Everyone queefs. Everyone queefs, okay? Accept it. Embrace what you are and what you are is a strong, independent, savage queen Goddess, okay? Everyone queefs. Everyone, Sam. Everyone queefs. Really, nigga? <laughs> so what I was doing there. <laughs> oh, man. But that means, my savage ladies and gentlemen, I have brought us to the end of the experience. Before we go, hey, man... I know we all have our vices. I know we all have our issues, okay? 
That's what the vices sometimes are for, is to numb the problems that the issues bring. And I'm not about to sit up here and preach a whole big, hey man, if you were an addict, go get help. What the fuck ever? No, okay? I was out there doing my thing, blah, say, blah, say, blah. I, like, when I say my, I, I will not throw rocks in this glass house because this glass house is made of sugar glass and it will fucking shatter Alpha Team. So, yeah, so, do you, I'm saying do you responsibly, it's not one day where I didn't party my ass off, do all, do all types of narcotics, do all, drink until I couldn't feel my throat, because it's burning, uh, without being responsible, because guess what, if you don't have that job, you can't enjoy your vices, if you can't enjoy your vices, that means you have more issues, of course you got issues, you're about to probably lose your place and all that, but. Just do it responsibly or not at all. And I would hope for not at all for the simple fact, man, they are putting things into everything. Like they are literally uh, to substitute the fact that their broke asses can't get the real product. They are utilizing fentanyl and that shit is no good. It's no fucking good. <sighs> so. Steph, I hope you enjoyed the show. The rest of this series as well will be dedicated to you. It's the holiday savage, just the most savages moments uh, of the holiday season. I know I'm not saying the title right. Whatever the title is in the description, that is the title. Uh, so fuck yourself if you got something to say. If you're one of those nitpickers, <laughs> like fuck yourself with a broom that's been weathered. So splinters to get all up in you. Anyway, <laughs> all right, on uh, that holiday cheery note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, be safe, be healthy. Wait, no, damn it, see, <laughs> that, I don't know what strain that was, Sam, but I'm forgetting my own shit here. All right, stay safe. <laughs> don't edit this, I'll keep this in here. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay awesomely savage. And, yeah, man, just, if you haven't told the person you love or anyone that you're close to that you love them, make sure you do it to them. I honestly believe if I wasn't able to speak to her that last time, uh, a month or so ago, then I, I would be even more devastated than I already am. So, uh, yeah. Love y'all. Peace.